To quote Steve Mariucci, the former 49ers head coach, is this fun or what? Uh, we'll talk about this game and get you ready for tomorrow's fun and exciting one right now on Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is October 26, 2023. Swear it was 1993 or 1992 because the Sharks look like they're an expansion team. Boy, howdy. They lose to the three-time Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning 6-0. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. Yeah, we do. And so be a part of the show. Chat with us and fellow Sharks fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social medias all listed around there. And, of course, find everything at tealtownusa.com to support the pod and, and our, our Pepsi fund. Uh, Venmo us at tealtownusa. And I am joined tonight by Mr. Ian Reed. I'm not angry. I, I like if you're if you're if you were hoping that I was gonna come on here and just start swearing from the get go, like you're gonna be just disappointed. Like this team's not worth your anger. No, it it, it really isn't. So I I've done something different tonight, Ian. Uh, since they're channeling, you know, the Cow Palace years, I decided to put on my very first Sharks jersey. What do you think? I, I dig it. I, I Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I look like I have muscles now. <laughs> I think, yeah, I, I still have like my first Sharks jersey, but I don't think I could get it on my body anymore. Somewhere there are six-pack abs in there, I swear. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. Uh, we'll quickly go into the chat really <laughs> Jesse L, they lived up to your expectations if that's the case. Give us nothing, Sharks. There you go. Ricky uh, is concerned. Uh, you know, guys, I hate to say it, but it really appears that as though the Sharks aren't going to make the playoffs yeah, this year. Yeah, I mean, that's that's uh, that's that's a tough one uh, for, for those people who we might play that the Sharks should just be good. We might play a game a little bit later because, you know, th this might be a... This might be a, a, a tough one to take. Uh, Denver... So I, I want to give you a stat. Stat? Oh, hit me up with a stat. Just give to it show to you how terrible uh, this team, like how historically bad so far this team has been. So Josh Dubow is a writer for the Associated Press. He covers pretty much all sports. Uh, and he was tweeting this out earlier. Yep. Um, and basically now, uh, with the Sharks being... Uh, outscored by 20 goals so they have a negative 20 goal differential after seven uh games <laughs> they they now join eight teams in uh in having minus 20 or worse uh those teams uh, and this is since the expansion era so those teams are the 1976-77 canucks the 97-98 blackhawks uh were minus 20 the 92-93 senators were negative 21 after seven games uh, the 82-83 Red Wings were a minus 21. The 2015-16 Blue Jackets for, you know, a season that someone 
watching this channel probably remembers. Uh, they were a minus 21 after seven games. The 21-22 Coyotes were a minus 22 after seven games. And the 85-86 Red Wings uh, were minus 31 after. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Um, just to give you an idea of just how historically bad. Now, I know a lot of people here aren't going to remember a lot of those teams or probably weren't alive to watch uh, a lot of those teams. Um, I remember, you know, obviously anything in the 70s. I don't remember in the 82, 83 Red Wings is still a little before my time. But I do remember how shit those Red Wings were in 85, 86. Uh, and the 97, 98 Blackhawks were pretty bad, too. And the Senators, obviously, expansion uh, Senators. So. Yeah, good times. Yeah, but they tanked at the end. I'm sorry, they tanked to get freaking Alexi Ashin, but I digress. Uh, but 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 that's a great a, stat from Josh. Seven games of the season, though. Yeah. And we lose the series 0-6-1-2. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was an interesting uh, stat, uh, just for how historically bad this team is. And again, like I don't know, like if you want me to be angry, I just. I don't know. We'll have to talk about something else. Cause. I mean, let's be honest here. The schedule sucks, but... Oh, yeah. The schedule is not doing them any favors. No. Like, obviously, they've they've just played... They've played a murderer's row of teams with the exception... I don't think Nashville's that good, to be completely mm -hmm. honest. And and they just destroyed the Sharks. Yeah. Oh. Um. I mean, this team... This team's bad. Jumbo, if you're watching, uh, you, you know... We, we may need butts and seats <laughs> at the end of this. You, we, you might need to, to actually, when you sign that one-day contract, you might actually have to be in the lineup. So. Uh, <laughs> Michael asks, why are you finding all these happy photos? The next thumbnail, I'd rather be Quinn angry or player set. Oh, don't worry. Calm down. We'll, you know. we'll run out of happy sharks photos. Yeah, don't worry. And we'll, we'll just have like... Tomas Hurdle going, hmm, how many more years of this? Looking at his contract, we'll, we'll yeah. find it. Yeah. Uh, Logan, bless you, Puck. We'll get Vlasic looking sharp in the press box. Nice suit. Oh. It'll, be, it'll be fine. Yeah, that's... Uh, I, I hope he's okay with sitting in the sitting in the press box. Or is, or is he going to eventually ask for that trade to Montreal? Oh, boy. Yeah. So, with that, let's talk about this game. Do we have to? Uh, we'll go through what, this. Uh, what is there to talk about this game? Like, I can think of a hundred more things more interesting to talk about. That might even be hockey-related than this game. We are a Sharks podcast. We, bad this team is a post-game show. Team good, 6 nothing. Like, you know, and the, here's the worst part. Like, Ian, I was trying to yeah. save that for Sunday's show. Oh, you, well, I don't give a fuck. Damn it! Ah, all right. Well, fine. Ah, Blackwood was back in net. Barabanov has a broken finger week to week. Originally reported by Shang Ping. Mm -hmm. uh, Tampa shut out hey, Carolina. Hey, hey. They called up Frank Carpenter. We can talk about that. Who hasn't made it to to the team yet because they're on the other side of the, <laughs> the country. Damn I, it! If they only had a team in Worcester. So God. I like this call up, though. All Let's right. talk about the call up. Let, can you want we to talk, talk about? about I don't care. Like I understand what we're supposed to do. Yeah. But uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm no one's monkey. I'm not going to sit here and talk about a game that there's. What am I? What What is there possibly to say about this game? It wasn't Blackwood's fault. 
Um, I, you know, they pulled him as a mercy. Yeah, like, they didn't it was, do a Yarmo he shouldn't Milos have had to sit in that for the whole game when the team was doing absolutely shit in front of him. Um, the Tampa Bay Lightning are a really good team. The Sharks are a really bad team. I don't. What else is there supposed to? You know what I mean? Like, what else are we supposed to say about this game? Like, I, I, this game, like, and I can't even get mad at the broadcast because at least we didn't get any bullshit in the intermission about you know if you just take Tampa's goals away, it's tied. <laughs> like, like, we didn't get any of that. Like, even like the broadcast was incredibly somber tonight. Like, they were just watching a team get outplayed, and there was nothing. Like, even the fucking, we're going to sugarcoat fucking everything and piss on your leg and tell you it's raining squad couldn't come up with anything this game that would even annoy me that could give me something like that to talk about for the post game. Yes. And, and Ricky, you know, I'm glad you're seeing the bright side of this, Ricky. You guys are looking at this the wrong way. We are only one point off of the perfect tanking season. We are so damn close to perfection. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> yes. Aaron Jacks, a podcast after every game for this team is crazy. Yes. Yeah, we're and, dumb. Like, we're, we're the stupidest we're, sons of bitches on God's green earth. Let's talk about Brian Carpenter. All right. I'm hijacking the Come, show. Let's talk about Carpe Deuces, who scored the greatest goal in Barracuda history. Go. Ryan Carpenter. I like Ryan Carpenter getting called up. And a lot of people are like, should have been Gushin. Now, I've liked Goosh's game. I I do agree. Like it, I was surprised that I would be surprised if Goosh wasn't at least in the conversation to get called up. But here is why I like Ryan Carpenter getting called up, because if you're gonna play, Ryan Carpenter isn't gonna come up and play in your top six. At least if he does, it's coaching malpractice. So Ryan Carpenter is a guy who's gonna come and he's gonna give you reliable bottom six minutes in the NHL, which allows other guys to move up in the lineup, like guys like Kevin LeBanc, who you know can play anywhere from the fourth line to the first line, right? You want to see, you want the kids to be put in good roles. Ryan Carpenter is the perfect guy because again, Ryan Carpenter is not a guy who's going to get called up and played in your top six. He's going to be a reliable bottom six guy. So I like it. I think it's great. And plus not only that, but from the Barracuda perspective, you know, we'll talk about the Barracuda later. <laughs> Believe you me. Oh yeah. Um, You know, and, and from a Barracuda perspective, obviously there's the HL vet role. Um, and last night, Oscar Lindblom couldn't play because they wanted to get Shimmick some ice time. And they have a lot of veterans. Like when you start sending guys down, especially veteran guys uh, down to the AHL, they can't all just walk waltz into the lineup. Like there's a certain a number. I think it's five of them that can play in any game. So with Ryan Carpenter coming up, that also allows the veterans to play in the AHL. And the AHL team's pretty banged up right now. So it's not like, uh, you know, there, it's not a situation where you're like, why isn't like last year, why isn't Ozzy Weisblatt playing more, right? Like that's not happening down there this year because the Barracuda are pretty banged up as well. Right. So I like it. I think it's a, it's a, it's a solid call up from the Sharks. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, you can disagree with me in the chat if you want. And but he, um, yeah. And he's got NHL experience. He was up and down with the Sharks' his first stint. Then he was with the Golden Knights for their first uh for their inaugural run to the cup final. I think he played in the cup final, if I'm not mistaken. And then it's bounced around the league a little bit. So it makes sense that this one's the call up. I get why Gushin wasn't the first one. Uh, I mean, he's like, he's only got one goal, but I think he has like six or seven assists so far. Like he's been playing decently. Yeah. You know, on the, we'll talk about that game later. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get angry yet. Um, yet. Well, this game doesn't make me angry. Like, why, if you're angry at this game, I don't like. 
I don't know what to tell you. All right. No, I, I do like it. Uh, we'll see how where he fits into the lineup tomorrow as the Sharks will get on a plane and head to Carolina. <laughs> this season gets even better. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I'm looking at some of the some of the comments in the chat. Uh, Jim and FLA, can you imagine the attendance after 20 games of this? Well, yeah, that that's going to not be good. Um, look at and, and look, I you know what? And I, you're not going to hear it from me. Like, I think that how you choose to spend your money is your choice. And if you choose not to go and spend your money on this team, I'm not going to sit here and judge you for it. <laughs> like, I, if you're a season ticket holder who's angry, I'm not going to judge you for it. I think, you know, it's you got to be, um, you know, it's your choice how you spend your money. So yeah. I'm not going to. I'm not going to get get on you like, yeah, I, I think this team is not good. And I think it was obvious this team was going to be not good. It's been subtraction after subtraction after subtraction mm-hmm. um, from this team. So, I mean, if you're surprised the Sharks are as bad as they are, I, I you know, I think maybe. Maybe that needs a look, but all in all, um, yeah, uh, TLBT, I feel like someone watching for the first time would have no idea that Hurdle's elite. So here's the thing, and I've said oh. this on another show about Tomas Hurdle. The thing with Tomas Hurdle is the Sharks are like a, they're they're basically a one-line team right now, right? And you're going to say, ha, 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 they're not even one line. But the thing you're is, right. is like Tomas Hurdle is going to get the absolute, like he's going to play against the absolute best competition because, again, you have to shut down one line on the Sharks. The other ones aren't scary. They're not scoring five on five goals. Right. So if you I think Tomas Hurdle, like no one is going to benefit more from Logan Couture coming back, maybe Eklund, um, other than Tomas Hurdle, because it will at least force teams to kind of split up how they cover this team. Uh, right now, Hurdle, I don't you know, I, I, I think it's not great. But when you have to basically just shut down Hurdle and you win. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <sighs> if he can score, that would help you too. I mean, he's he had that goal against Nashville for his first in the year. So, uh, do yeah. I think Celebrini is going to be worth it? Yeah, I think Celebrini is really good. I like Celebrini Absolutely. a lot. Um, I look at again, right? Some people are going to be like, well, he's not Connor Bedard, but like Connor Bedard is a generational talent. I still think Celebrini's elite. Like, and it depends on what you think is a generational player. And, you know, you can make an argument to me that the generational players have been Crosby, McDavid, and now Bedard. And there's a lot of really, really, really good players. Like, I'm not comparing games, but oh, no, like, would it be, the oh, you didn't get Bedard, but would it be the worst thing to get Steven Stamkos or Nathan McKinnon? Or, you know what I mean? Like, to me, I... I, I still think that like I, I a lot of people are going to get bent out of shape because they didn't get the generational guy, but not being generational is still really fucking good. It's not bad. <laughs> you, yeah. Jack Hughes generational. I, you, yeah. Again, like you could, I, I would hear that argument for sure. Um, but you know what I mean? Like there, yeah. there's, there's guys that are, that aren't generational, but they're still really good and they still like they're, key pieces of their teams i think celebrini if that's the way if that's who the sharks get they're going to be really happy to get him that'd be great plus uh, i mean we all know about the t- local ties he was a junior shark yeah, but his I don't dad worked with the that. warriors like, no but i mean it it's 
it's almost the, the stars are aligned that that this would be perfect for the sharks for a marketing standpoint. Uh, but like like Jules says, watch sharks not win the lottery. Well, I mean, then that could happen too, right? You know, stranger things have happened. Um, I know everyone because Edmonton's in the bottom of the league now. Everyone thinks that, you know, they're just gonna they're gonna bring it for Edmonton or some stupid bullshit. Uh, you know, they're going to send them to a team that, you know, doesn't play on U.S. television other than three times a year, you know, because that's great for the league. Yeah. But you guys do you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any Anything else to add? Because I'll, I'll quickly go over this game since that is kind of what we. Austin Matthews to. generation. Austin Matthews is really close. I Again, like there's there's guys who I think are really close. Um I don't know if I'd say generational, but he's really, again, right? Like, you could get Austin Matthews. Is that the worst thing that could possibly happen? No, it kind of just proves my point, right? Like, just because you're not generational doesn't mean uh, you're bad. And I'm just going to say it. Ceremony native Austin Matthews. Thank you. When he wins the Stanley Cup or goes in the Hockey Hall of Fame, watch the city of Ceremony goes crazy. (laughs) Kid you not. All right. Let's talk about this game really quick. We'll just go through it. It was, I, I, I hey, I'm used to derail this show. All right, go on. Hashtag torture together. All right, you have Braden Point. I think Hockey Drake's favorite member of the Lightning. You know, score a minute forty-one in that. That was just a disaster. Then, yeah, like again, like you know, if if I was a defenseman, if I was a, a defenseman on the San Jose Sharks, I would simply just cover Braden Point. But the uh, Barracuda, unfortunately. Um, did not, uh, or the Barracuda. I mean, the, the blue line is Barracuda quality right now. Uh, the Sharks did not. Oh, yeah. No, they did not. We, and seeing the jump, uh, we like to welcome those of you who've been watching. Hey, no one said Nail Yakupov was generational. Get out of here with that shit. Oh, like, I think Burge, come on. Fucking generational is like, it is an overused term in hockey now and i think that sometimes for that, people try to apply it to people that but no one ever said nail yakupov is fucking generational stop it let alone pat falloon but i digress no uh, he was again it's it's a it's it's a <laughs> word that has been so it, it's get it gets abused right because i think sometimes words just do that right it's like right. it's no longer elite just isn't sound sexy enough so now it's generational but i think it doesn't actually apply to a lot of players. Uh, former Sharks and Taylor Hall is generational. No, that's why. That's why there was that toss of Taylor or Tyler, Tyler or Taylor. Oh my god! Oh yeah. Um, you know who's looking like Taylor or Tyler is Mikey Acemont, the former Shark legend. Uh, okay, well, let's talk I about wish... Mikey Acemont because fuck again, anything but this game. So <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of Twitter, uh, you know, is. Uh, like, why didn't Sharks keep Mike Acemont? Because he wasn't going to be able to play enough games, so he would have walked as a free agent anyway. But hey, you know, so they did what they could to try and, you know, you can argue they didn't really get much value for him, and maybe they could have walked him to free agency. Maybe he stays, but I think that with the season he had, he was going to have his choice of a few teams to go to, and the Sharks wouldn't have been able to, like, he wasn't going to be a restricted free agent because he didn't have enough NHL games uh, under his belt to prevent him from being uh, unrestricted. So, yeah. So, Mikey Acemont, which a, a cross check from Mike Hoffman, way, way to go, Hoffman, you're, you're, you're adding on to your trade value so well. 
going full Bobby Orr with the tip in to make it 2 nothing. Stamkos doing his thing on a power play makes it 3 nothing. The shots were 13-7. to Again, another double-digit uh, shot allowed by the Sharks. High danger chances were like 10-1. to and Okay, so it, I'm derailing again. Richard Devalos in the chat. The point is that a number one overall pick could be... A, yes, it could be a bust. I mean, if you guys want to sit here and be like, everything's awful and whoever the Sharks are going to draft after it's all said and done is going to be a bust. I mean, I don't know how you don't put a gun in your mouth and pull the fucking trigger. Like, yes, let's let's just be completely fucking nihilistic about this team. Is that what you want? Is that what you want me to do? No, let's let's not let's not, not the do not that. the pull the trigger part. I don't really yes, care. I'm gonna get heat for that, and I just don't give a fuck anymore. Again, right? Like, if you want to be that nihilistic about it, then fuck all the power to you. The sharks don't get nothing good. Everything sucks. Fine. That the, do you want 82 games of that? We can do that. And we're not gonna draft anyone good either. And the world's gonna fucking end. Man, 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 man. You do you. I, I fuck. I don't know what to do with this anymore. So, um, I, I guess... And really... go on Twitter and be like, oh, Ian made a suicide thing. What? Cancel Ian. I don't care. I don't care. Swift Shark in the chat. If you guys manage to find something to fill 20 minutes on this game, you guys deserve an Emmy. Thank you. Fuck. Appreciate it. Um... But uh, I, I will say this, the, there have been really tough times in these first seven games where they've got hemmed in their own zone, can't clear the puck. Tonight, even worse, I think I counted like six Sharks just in the first period alone that, that had shifts over a minute 45. You, you can't have that happen. Um, and of course, you know, Tampa gets two more goals. Hagel on a break, five nothing, four nothing. Uh, Paul who seems like a beast. He's got, I think, points in all but one game for Tampa to make it 5 nothing. Uh, Glenn Denning would make it 6 nothing. The Sharks would get two power plays in this. They didn't do crap as usual. So what, two for 22 on that? Uh, so that makes it uh, 6 nothing. the final there. I got it out of the way. And now, because he's a lot pissed off already, let's talk about the Barracuda. Oh, God, let's not. Um, Hang on. Ooh, Barracuda. What better way to develop the, t the, the future Sharks than blowing leads to, uh, to the Knights? Ian, go for it. So <laughs> I, I'll just, just stick back here. You go right ahead. So here's so let me I, I want to get something out of the way first, just uh, on, on Barracuda coverage going forward. I think going forward, what we're, what we're going to do is that um, this game made me really angry. Um, and it's probably like the first game that's really pissed me off this year. Um, and so here, here's the thing, right? Like I've been covering the Barracuda games on the Teal Town account, the main, the mothership, right? But that account represents a whole group of us. And I don't think that, um, look at, I'm an asshole. Uh, you just, you saw it earlier, just go, you know, go back 10 minutes and rewatch me kind of freak out on the chat here a little bit. Um, and I don't know where he's even going. Okay, so um, I, I don't think that, like, my commentary was probably 
a fair reflection of the group. I don't think it was the most professional thing I've done. So going forward, I will tweet the goals on the Teal Town main account, but I'm going to keep all the confidence, the, the commentary to my personal account going forward, just because that way it's just, it's me, right? And I do try to make a point of saying, hey, it's me, I'm on the Teal Town account right now. But I just think it just, I don't want to reflect poorly on the brand overall. I... I know I joke a lot about like being 3000 miles away. So I just, you know, light the fire and watch the world burn. But I think if, if relationships did like what little, like the shark, we don't have a, an amazing relationship with the team, but we have one. And I think that if the, if they pointed to the Teal Town account when I'm running it and use that to, you know say our relationship is now in a very fucking terrible place i would feel really bad about that as much as i sit here online and tell you that i don't give a fuck i i would i i'd feel really shitty about that because people have done a lot of work to 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 make those relationships happen and it's not fair for me to um nuke them i if if i nuke them from my own account i mean i i would feel bad about that too but it's my account it's not a teal town account it's my account it's an ian account it's not a hockey account even. It's just, it's a whatever the fuck I feel like tweeting about at the time. Mostly hockey. So that being said. Um, so going forward, if you want to like get commentary on the Barracuda game as it happens, hit up at Ian Bloggs Hockey. If you want to see the just the goals, Tealtown USA, at Tealtown USA, on Twitter, X, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, this game super pissed me off because the Barracuda came out um, and I thought they played a really good first half of the game. Um, and this is a, this is a Sil Henderson silver Knights team that is missing some bodies. They played four games in six nights. This was the second of a back to back for them. Um, and, and they looked at to start the game, the Barracuda came out and they just were dominating the game. And then everything kind of went to shit. Um, the Barracuda just basically started losing every battle. Uh, they just, they got, and frankly, they got outworked and the penalties add up, like watch any Barracuda game from last year. And it was basically that, like we've seen this movie play out so many times. Um, so the Barracuda give up, um, you know, a bunch of goals. They take a bunch of dumb penalties. They stop playing. Just, they just decided that ah, we play half a game. We're good. Stop playing. And then they, uh, go back and they, you know, they lose in overtime and they wasted a really good performance by Georgie Romanoff, who I thought was great. Right. Um, Georgie Romanoff's a guy who came in. I didn't think anything of this acquisition when they did it. In fact, I'm like, oh, so this is going to be the guy that's going to take over Straussman's um, spot on the on the Wichita shuttle. But so far, Georgie Romanoff and it's it's early. It hasn't been a, a ton of games, but so far, Georgie Romanoff's easily has been the best Barracuda goalie this season. Um, he's been better than Magnus Krona, who I think has been OK. And Mackie Niemi, I didn't think was that particularly great in the game that he um, that he started. Uh, now he is coming back from a lengthy injury, so it's going to take him some time to find probably his stride. But uh, Georgia Romanov's been a pleasant surprise for the Barracuda this year, and they completely wasted a, like a 36-37 save performance by him. Sounds um, and they just let him down. They just stopped playing. It was like it was basically if you want to draw it back to this game tonight. Um, you know, it was basically 
he got treated the same way the Sharks treated Mackenzie Blackwood tonight. Like I thought Mackenzie Blackwood was was good. I don't blame Mackenzie Blackwood for tonight's game. And I'm glad they pulled him because he shouldn't have had to sit there and, you know, be in net for a whole game when the team in front of him is doing absolutely jack shit for him. So uh, a good night for Georgie Romanoff, but a shitty night for the Barracuda. And I think I am not a big fire the coach guy, but I you know what? Like if this team doesn't make the playoffs again this year in the Pacific division where almost everyone makes the playoffs in the AHL, John McCarthy needs to go period. And I know some people think that like if they waited too <laughs> long, you know, I, I, and there's some people that watch the Barracuda that think that waiting until the end of the season would be, would be far too generous to John McCarthy. And maybe they're right. Um, but like, look at the AHL, the NHL squad, it's it's great because if they're sucky, you get the draft to look forward to. If your AHL team is bad, it's just bad. There's no right. benefit to being bad in the AHL. Yeah, it's it's a it's a nightmare scenario because you want them to have some success in there, uh, and and to have to see what they did went through last year was bad, you know, with with the prospects. Now you you have uh, they some sort up. of decent. Like, I will say they are banged up. Um, and that isn't helping, but they've got bodies down there. Like you have got guys right. that are NHL players playing on that team. Now they're not going to do, they can't do everything themselves, but again, like you, you would, you should expect more from this Barracuda team. And this, so far it's bad and it's frustrating because again, like the Barracuda, you know, the sharks, I can be happy if they're, if they're not winning, whatever, right? Like it's fine because at the end of the year, the draft happens, but like this Barracuda team, there's no benefit to them being bad. You like, you want to see, you want to see progress from this group and you're right. not getting it. In fact, it's been just like, I think the Barracuda season so far has been absolutely putrid. And without saying it, it's been bad, just in those three games against the Silver Knights is just rough. Right. And they only it, play two teams. Right. So that, and that's the other thing that the Barracuda, obviously, like they don't, you know, the, the AHL schedule is more. You know, you you play series of games. You play back to backs against a team, right? So they've only played two teams so far, but their schedule doesn't look like that <laughs> that fun coming up either. So yeah. it'll be interesting. And, and you know, that's the that's the thing. Kevin Way is saying, why is the whole Sharks organization so banged up? Yeah, hockey's it's, a contact sport. It it's, is what it it's is. It's tough, but yeah. Getting back to the defense, you have Shimmick out there, Mukamadul and Thrun. Mm-hmm. You know, among others uh, that are quality NHL defensemen or on the verge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough to see how this is coming apart. You know, Romanov, like you said, spectacular. Spectacular game. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of like Mackenzie Blackwood of the the first game against Colorado. It's just it's tough to see and and to do that. It's just, oh, man. Uh, and and the worst part, I don't know if he caught caught the very end on with Nick Nolenberger. I think there was like 762 people were watching that game last night. I in again, attendance, like I if you that know what? I was a guy like I look at I want the Barracuda to be good so badly, right? Because one, it shows that it doesn't like say okay, like it's not the definitive like okay, the rebuild's on the right track. Because again, you know I've said this on a bunch of shows so far. Like there's there are key pieces of this rebuild that aren't on the Barracuda this year. So I don't want to like, I don't want people again, if you want nihilism, I'm not here for that. Um, like this Barracuda team isn't good and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but 
you know, again, oh, everything sucks. You know, the Sharks are never going to be good again. And it's the end of the world. Like, I'm I'm not going to do that either, though. No, but it's it's enough is enough. And and I get that there's other options out there for your for your dollar. But yeah, it's just got to get I mean, something. The injuries you are know? just bad luck. I mean, yeah. injuries it are really is. luck. And it's I don't think it's a conditioning thing. I don't think that they're not conditioned enough. I just, you know, hockey is a contact sport. Uh, and uh, and some, you know, some guys are just luckier than others. Yeah, Jesse L., uh, I was there at the arena for the CUDA last night. They knew it was going to be empty. Two-thirds of the food stands were closed for a 4,000-seat arena. I mean, yeesh. I, it's, I, I mean, it's hard, right? Because, like, I, I, I want – I wish I'd come on here and tell you, you know, it's time to be excited about the Barracuda, but I can't right now. Like, I can't do right. that with a straight face and, like, you know, and maintain any credibility on this show. Yeah. So, uh, Kuda lose in overtime. That that was painful. Uh, we're getting some of the comments out of the locker room now before they take off for Carolina. Uh, Quinn says that Kakinen will start tomorrow, uh, despite you know coming in for Blackwood uh, in this game. So there's that one. Mario Ferraro says uh, we weren't hard enough to play against. Too much time and space for them. It wasn't a good game for us. Well. well captain obvious uh we're not we're not happy about that one but you shouldn't be and uh, nothing positive to take out of that yeah you didn't even get a goal there's no positives out of that you know uh Jan ruda i think we played some close games maybe we were not up there with the skill level but we still played some tight games so it's a matter of choice we can play a hard game sure yeah and and the 23-24 Sharks are the 10th NHL team since the introduction of the center red line in 1943 to score eight goals or fewer in their first seven games. Yeah, historically bad um, goal differential again, right? Like the a minus 20 goal differential right. so far through seven games. Like that's that's pretty fucking bad. It's it's it's. And I, they they more than feel bad. I, that, that's the that's the case on that one. So I think here. So how much changes when Couture comes back? I think that um, I don't think Couture coming back is like going to um, make this team good uh, per se. But I think it does give teams like I think it'll help the offense a little. I don't know about the defense. I'm not sure about the goaltending. I think they should be a little better def- uh, offensively with Couture back because, again, uh, it gives them it gives teams more of a uh, gives team more more lines to kind of figure out who they're going to play against who and the shark schedule like eventually they're going to play you know some of the uh, some of the not great teams right they're going to they're going to start playing teams that are that are like them that are just crap and not going anywhere and ideally those games will be at least be more entertaining to watch than um, we've gotten so far. Thank God. Thank God. Oh, jeez. All right. Um, Logan, the Teal Town therapy session is in full force. Yeah. Uh, sure. Glunke, I, I think he's been okay. Um, HL guy or a prospect. Mm. He's been, I, I, I've liked him. I think he's good. I don't, 
I don't know what I think of him as a player. Again, it's hard when the team is just played so shit. It's hard to really get a read on anybody. Um, I don't know. I jury's out on my on my front. Um, I think he's been fine, but again, um, the team has just been so bad as and their effort. It's effort too, and that's I think yeah, the most frustrating it's a thing give with damn. the Barracuda. It's it's an effort thing. It's they. This, this is a team that, you know, was playing and then they took their foot off the gas and they just didn't. They started losing all the one-on-one battles. They just got outworked by a team that had played the night before, you know, and this is a team that had three days off. Like, it's hard. I Again, I think once we get a few more variety of um, opponents for the Barracuda, I think then, you know, I'll have, I'll have some better answers to those questions. Right now, I, I just don't know. And, of course, uh, they will play Coachella Valley this weekend oh, as they become Tigres del Mar. Uh, good seats still available for, for they become Yeah, like Latin. the whole arena. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I need to stop. Oh, uh, I need to stop. Um, anything else you could touch on? Uh, congrats, Joe Pavelski, 1,000 points. Um um, um, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Joe Felski got a thousand points. That's good. I mean, look at, again, I like Joe Felski. Uh, Joe Felski is a good player. Um, am I going to sit here and, you know, pine for him? No, it's been fucking four years. He's gone. Yeah. She gone. Girl gone. Uh, Burge. Oh, that's why the Capitals game is so intriguing. Who will suck more? Uh, I, I could, yeah, that, I mean that's where the sharks could. I think if the if I was gonna lay some money, I'm not a sports gambling guy. Let's talk with Shane in a second. Oh yes. Um, <laughs> I think that if I was a if I was a gambling guy and if I was gonna put money on the sharks to win a game, that's probably where I would do it. I hope, but then again, you know, the uh, shark- as a shark stand in Missouri, my Cuda coverage is limited. Who in the Cuda do you see being a part of the next generation? So I like Mukamadulin. I like Henry Thrun. Um, I, I think those guys uh, do have some serious NHL upside uh, on the forward um, lines of guys playing right now. I like Daniel Gushkin. Now Gush is a guy who is a little bit like he's one of those players uh, who is going to either blow your socks off or you're not going to know he's there. Um, but I like Gushkin. I think Gushkin could be in it. Like, I think he has the scoring touch that he could do good things at the NHL level. Like, I don't think Gushkin's going to be, you know, a 40 goal scorer, but he could come in and score you 20 in the NHL. I think. Do you expect him to come up this year? Uh, Oh, at some point. I mean, it depends on injuries again, right? Like, as guys get healthy, maybe he comes up. But yeah. um, I think uh, Tristan Robbins is another guy I really like on the Barracuda. Um, but he's been hurt so far this season. Brandon Coe, I mm, called shot. HL Luke Punnin uh, on a previous show. And I, he's made me eat my words ever since. Um, I don't know if I see, like, super NHL player Brandon Coe. Um but I mean, he could, he could, he, I think he could carve out a role. Like he's got a decent tool set where I think he could carve out a role in the NHL. Mm-hmm. A guy who I really love is Ozzy Weisblatt. And I'm, I will always sing the praises of this guy. Now, Ozzy Weisblatt is a guy, and I repeated this on the show again, but for, for, for you, my friend in Missouri, I will say this. Um, Ozzy Weisblatt's a guy who, like, I think people are going to look at his, where he was drafted and say, oh, well, you know, not good enough. But, 
I think that if he can find the line, because he is an incredibly agitating player, and I think if he can find the line, I think he's a guy who gets you 10, 15 goals in the NHL and really drive your other team's top players absolutely fucking batty. Um, he, but he's got to find the line, uh, you know, in the HL so that he can come to the NHL and, and kind of carve out a career um, in that kind of a role. I think every team needs a guy like Ozzy Weisblatt. Right. It's just can't do that at the NHL level. That's the question. I think he has the tool set to be a 10, 15 goal guy and super fucking pest um, in the NHL. So he's a guy who I like a lot as well. Uh, would you, uh, would a comparable be uh, Tyler Bertuzzi? On the, I, on the low scoring end, I would compare him to Rafi Torres. Honestly, like he he reminds oh, me a lot of Rafi Torres. Again, but he's got to find that line, right? And like he took a really dumb he he made a really dumb hit yeah. um, in a game earlier this season. He got suspended for three games. Deserved every fucking game of it. Absolutely, it's um, like he didn't get more. He, yeah, probably. I mean, it was just interference. He didn't like it wasn't a head hit or anything. Um, so just dumb though, but it was That's a dumb, yeah, it was dumb. Right. Like, and again, so it's a guy who like, I think he can fill that kind of role. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, hope that that helped out. Uh, I'm with, uh, Ricky. I, I liked Ethan Cardwell so far. Ethan Cardwell has been fine so far. Again, it's just, um, Ethan Cardwell is a guy that I haven't seen enough of to, um, to really give you a, for sure. This is, he's in the next wave you know what i i've liked what i've seen from ethan cardwell so far i'm just not you know i just need more of a body of work before i can say yes or no yeah gotcha um and, and coach quinn uh, we got exclusive access coach quinn uh what did you think of of tonight's game and so far this season so bad oh i gotcha. that, that call in the bank was was super bad that was awful that was terrible so, all right. You okay, bud? Fantastic. Do you okay. want to talk about Shane Pinto? Yes. Let's talk about Shane Pinto. Presented by Bet99, <laughs> DraftKings, Sports Interaction. You know which way it's going to go? Check us out at sportsinteraction.com slash SDPN. Uh, yeah, so Shane because... Pinto gets a 41-game suspension for... Uh... Okay. I- I'm getting ready yeah. to go off on this one, too. Hey, go, go ahead. Go, no, 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 go. I go, go. off all the time. This, no. No, 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 no. I go off all the time. It's your turn. So let, let me get this straight here. So he gets suspended 41 games for gambling. Okay. Yeah. His helmet has a Bet99 logo on it. <laughs> the game is presented by Sports Interaction up in Canada. Mm-hmm. Kevin Weeks probably had an ad in between on ESPN Plus for DraftKings. Do you understand where the irony of this whole thing comes from? Yeah. And and the best part, the best part. Are you ready? Are you, you ready for this? The best part is, is so you can make a precedence on gambling, but you can't do it for the fucking player safety. I mean, it's different, right? Like, so here's so I'm, I'm going to counter that now because I've seen a lot of this today. Well, fuck you, Ian. Go for it. Well, Okay, so I'm going to counter that. So here, here's the here's the problem, right? Now, again, if if it is in this, obviously this is in the CBA. Now, people have kind of gone through the CBA and they haven't really seen anything as far as gambling goes. Like, obviously, look at if if no one is advocating for these guys to be able to bet on NHL games, right? Because that is that that's is that's total hell no. Want to be right. So but to make it simple to do it for them, though. 
Sure. So so there's the problem, right? So obviously you don't want guys betting on their own things. Now, should they be able to make a bet on a football game? I think so personally, but I guess if you, you kind of open, like if they're constantly betting on other sports, then it's it's about the integrity, right? And you brought sure. up all these sponsorships with Bet99 and all this other fucking bullshit, right? Hashtag no free ads. <laughs> Hashtag no free ads. But, the, but here's the problem with that, right? Like in order for these partnerships to work, there can't be any integrity questions around the league because if the second, the second one of these guys bets on an NHL game, all those things are gone immediately. And the NHL loses tens of millions of dollars that they really can't afford to lose right now. Right? Like I think the reason that they got so heavy on sports betting was because it was a, it was a way to make a quick buck to get the, the escrow paid off and all of that. So if, I understand where they're coming from. Now, if the CBA says that they cannot sports gamble, period, I mean, you get what you, you get what yeah, you negotiate for. Yeah, you totally for. get that. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that I have no problem with. If it's in there, it's in there. Yeah. You know? Um, but I do think it's like, I do think it's dumb. Like, obviously no one, like, and I, and I had like people like, oh, but if he's betting on NHL games, but that's not what he did. And if he, you know, and if he did, I think he's done. Like you just, his career is over. Like, it, you're in Pete Rose territory. You are done. And you'd have to be. You would absolutely have to be at that point because, again, like if if a player gets found betting and the integrity of the game is called into question by, you know, because of sports betting, all all those partnerships are gone because yeah. how do you keep them? How do you how do you not have like I don't know what the, I don't know what the federal body is in the states that would cover that, but they'd be so far yeah. up the NHL's ass that like, they would be coming out their nose. Yeah, the 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 thing is, and, and you're spot on. If it if there if he was betting on NHL games, which as far as we know, he didn't. He did. Yeah, and I will take them at their word because again, he at that point you have to kick him out of the league. It's right. Just, no, that's that, that's 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 your career death penalty in my mm-hmm. mind. You, ha- you if you don't do it, you know, you're you're screwed. Yeah. But that's a fine line. Like oh my For gosh, sure. did you did you did you bet again? You know San Jose State versus you know Colorado State, and, and you're getting suspended forty one games. It depends on how much is it goes down into place, and mm-hmm. we were wondering why Shane Pinto wasn't getting signed by Ottawa, and now we know why. Well, they're also in, they're also in like cap hell too. Perfect, sign him right before he can. He has to sign, and then he can be suspended for it, you know? Well, uh, I mean, a suspended player still counts against the cap. Well, wait wait till the last minute till he gets signed? You know, that's that's the thing. Um, I, to me, is that you, you guys can figure this, this shit out mm-hmm. here, but still... It's like I'm on Wheel of Fortune spinning and hoping what... Okay, let's see the Wheel of Discipline. You guys can't figure that out? I mean, but but it's a completely separate thing, right? Like, George, George Peros didn't hand out the 41-game suspension. This came from the league office. Like, uh, this is... Sure. It's a completely different... Like, the it, you're comparing apples to oranges. And I, I'm I not am. saying that, that like, yeah, it, it's pretty dumb, right? But I think, you know, again, like, if you understand, like, again, a player gets hit in the head, it's going to cost that player money, right? Because he's not going to be able to play. So 
he's you know he's hurt whatever or or you take if the you shimmick hits that he got gambling you're gonna get you're gonna cost the league ten, tens maybe up into the hundreds of millions of dollars yeah of course they're gonna come down on this with a like a fucking hammer yeah because it's you're threatening the and because you're threatening the nhl's bottom line like everyone says oh man they need to get the, you know these head hits out of the game but we all still fucking watch yeah take After those head hits out of the still game fucking watch so Mark Savard's brain is is fried, but you know I, I'm glad they t- stuck down on on gambling. You know, uh, I mean, great job, guys, because you're worried about the fucking bottom line. That's why you're yeah, talking well, about that's, fucking. That's, that's, that's why you're talking business. about fucking. Like, I hate to say uh, it, fucking it's a expansion. Fucking it's a business, though. It it is a business, and it's it costs more money. It would cost them more money to to lose other sports gambling things than player X. You know, gets a concussion and never plays again. That doesn't cost. I mean, are are we at this point then uh, saying, oh well, let's wait till some guy yeah has brain surgery is bleeding out on the fucking ice, you know? I mean, uh, for them to do something about these injuries, that's that's I, my it's, point. It's is that? Sport. Well, I, sure. I, look at, I, sure. I think yeah. I think look at if you want to take head hits out of the game. Unfortunately, maybe it doesn't. Like I, I if someone gets killed on the ice, that. You know, maybe maybe that's when it gets looked at, because obviously then it's like, you know, it's going to be front page news on everything, even things that don't normally cover hockey. I hate to say that, like that sounds like really negative on my part, but I mean, that's that's really what it's going to take. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Um, but again, like, you know, but right now it, it, uh, head hits aren't costing the NHL the, the kind of money that losing their sports gambling partnerships would uh, so of course, I I just think it's an apples and oranges comparison that doesn't really apply. I mean, I can understand. Like I I feel you. I'm I'm with you. But right. The the reality is, it's a business, and I you know it's 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 not they the, just, the, the answer everybody wants, but it's the business answer. They, I I don't think that Shane Pinto, um, again he because he said whatever really quick. I mean, obviously whatever he did, he got caught. I mean, this is a guy who's a young player in the in the league who probably wants to play again at some point. I don't think he's, it's going to do him any favors to fight it. I don't think there's anything fishy going on. I just think he did something wrong. He got caught. Yeah. I, I like what Kevin way says. I bet. haha, ha. Evander Kane that there isn't anything fishy on Shane Pinto. I don't think there is. I, I mean, maybe, maybe something will come out later and I'll be wrong, but I don't think there is. I think he just, he got caught and whatever it is, it is, you know, whatever it was, it was, I just, Again, I think if it was about NHL games, then we're not talking about a 41-game suspension. We're talking about a guy who's expelled from the league. Right, right. Uh, just uh, The thing is, is that it, it, the bottom line is, we got to worry about the money. You know, which <laughs> and is, they do. It's a which, business. Which is why they want to expand to four teams You know, next decade, which I think is probably a little ridiculous, but... I digress. I, I mean, don't think so. I, I think players have never been. I I, I don't. Don't you think say never so. been better? <laughs> players have never been better. They no, but that's like, it's not that's like, Batman's like, line. That's why. <laughs> I I'm aware, but he's he's not wrong. Like you have, you have. I think you have. Like if you look at the AHL, there's a lot of really talented guys in the AHL who could fill roles on NHL clubs. There's just no room for them. Do you think they can? It's not like the eighties where they like it's it, back like in the nineties when they expanded really fast with like the Sharks and Ottawa, Tampa, um, Florida, and Anaheim. Did the the, the 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 pool of players wasn't as good as it is now, and it really it really showed on the NHL game. I think 
you know, we kind of entered the dead buck because we had a lot of really untalented players. Players are much better now. I think I think they could. I Would I expand by four teams? No. But could the NHL expand by another two and be fine, I think, as far as quality of the of the game we watch? I think it would be great. I don't think there'd be I don't think there'd be any drop off. I think two is fine. I think four is ridiculous. And I think it just it's another cash grab for the owners because they don't have to pay the the revenue to they don't uh, have to pay the players right yeah, yeah but again like that's, that's fine but i don't think it would hurt the game like i don't the, the the question should be in that situation is would it hurt the game i don't think it does where if, if now we're just getting off the rails here because you know this is what we do yeah i mean why not why not i mean the whole the whole thing is where do you put them because quebec's going to be sitting and waiting again and meanwhile, you have Salt Lake City, you have Houston, mm-hmm. you have Atlanta. Hell, they're mm-hmm. talking San Diego now, too. And you have all these attendance issues. I mean, I don't know where you put them. Again, like, that. Those, those that's a separate issue, right? Right. Like, I think you could put another team in Quebec. I, I wouldn't. I know I'm the, you know, take my, take my Canadian citizenship away. Um, I don't think a team in Quebec would be in good shape i mean we're looking like i think winnipeg now that the honeymoon is way fucking over in winnipeg they're starting to see attendance issues that are probably oh, move, gonna, them, move them to the sun belt move them to the sun belt that are gonna you know i think there's i don't think like the the jets are like i don't want to come on here and say the jets are in, the jets are in danger of being relocated again but i think like they're gonna feel some pain on their bottom line with the attendance that they've been getting and i feel like quebec city like once the honeymoon wears off like there's not a you know again it, these are these are these are these are nice markets, but like the the league has grown so much since the 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 league has gone away from those places. Right. It's like Hartford, right? Like it's just it's a it's a market that the the NHL has outgrown. Right. Um. Agreed. Unfortunately. But if you're if you're gonna do it, I think you do east one east one west. Um. So maybe you know maybe Salt Lake City, maybe Atlanta gets under get the can. I don't know. Marty T. Ian the Quebec hater. Yeah, that's great. No, but I mean, you, I think you need to figure out Arizona first before you do anything. It's kind of similar with with MLB with Tampa Bay and Oakland. You need to figure out uh, your your issues and attendance. How does is, the HL support thirty four or thirty six? That's a good question. Um, now, th- th- now that is a good question. I think that would be interesting because obviously um, AHL teams are a little harder to keep afloat, um, especially if they're not owned by the if you don't if you don't own your um if you don't own your farm team that can make things interesting mm-hmm. um i'm sure the hl could put a couple more you know could would they be super successful i don't know but i think if you put your hl team close to you, the, the the cost that they cost you is worth it in having them close by so and, there is that it's it's a good question though yeah uh, i mean there there are markets that went away recently when henderson came and that was San Antonio. Uh, could they do that for a potential Houston franchise? Or could you elevate the Utah Grizzlies if the Salt Salt Lake team, you know, happens? I don't uh, know. I, I like I I don't have the, the answers. I don't have all the answers, unfortunately. And what? I know. <laughs> Damn it, Ian. Come on. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All right. I, I don't know. I, I the AHL teams like can the AHL uh, weather an expansion of another few teams, probably. But I I think there are some teams in the AHL that definitely do struggle. Um, I think we have one in our own. You know, we 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 cover one here on this very show. 
that struggle. So can we laugh at how Carolina doesn't have an affiliate? Yeah. And we can also laugh at Chicago for going independent. Right. And, you know, so that I think that with a team like Chicago that kind of wants to go rogue, I mean, you could add another team there, I think, you know, the Wolves. Have I, always... I think there's room to expand the AHL. I just I just think it has to be it has to be to a team with like some deeper pockets that can afford to lose money on their AHL squad. Just like many of these teams, I, I, I would think so. Ah, all right. Now, now we got that out of the way. In case you missed anything, or you want to watch this again, because boy, howdy, this has been fun. Check oh, us out on Teal Town USA. <laughs> don't, don't, please, don't cancel Ian. I, 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 I don't know who else I'm going to ha- do this sh- these shows with. Yeah, uh, we got seventy. We got seventy five more of these. So check us out on TealTownUSA.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, if you're on YouTube, please smash that subscribe and like button hit that notification bell so notify you when we do go on the air so um your final thoughts i mean um i think you said a lot tonight (laughs) i did say a lot tonight Uh, um i thought we're going for like maybe 25 minutes and here we are almost an hour (laughs) i wasn't gonna lie Dude, lay all this show as many times as humanly possible so I don't have to talk about the game. This is what you get. Um, yeah, look at um, again, uh, if you want to, again, uh, on the Barracuda, if you want commentary during the Barracuda game, at Ian Blog Talk, if you just want to see the pretty goals, at Teal Town USA. Um, other than that, I will see you when I see you guys next. Yay, us, go Sharks. When the team does bad, it's bad. What the fuck are we even doing now? Ah, I yeah. We'll be back with you. On Friday, yay, as the Sharks take on the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, goody. Thankfully, the Hurricanes played tonight as well. Yeah, I mean, so maybe they face Antiranta tomorrow, and Antiranta's just ass. Oh, no, Antiranta's hurt, isn't he? So they've got yeah. Kachek. Oh, man. Yeah, so well, that sucks. We're going to lose everybody. <laughs> but before we go, hang on. Ah, there we go. All righty. Gotta give a happy birthday shout out to my buddy here, Marlo. He turned 14 years old today and he had his classic meatloaf dinner and he's like itching to ready to go outside and probably take the, you know, take services. So, so thanks everyone for watching. We appreciate each and every one of you. And until then, keep it real. Keep it teal. Keep it real teal. Have a great night. Everyone will see you following Sharks and Canes on Friday night.